0: Hello and welcome to Rural Mapping episode 82. I'm your host, M. With me is my regular co-host, Jackson. That's such a big number. Uh, I mean, we're getting there. Next year will not be 100 because we're slow once a month, you uh, know. Yeah, we, we, we diversified. Uh, and we are joined by special guest, Crystal. When this
1: podcast gets to 88 episodes, you're going to see some serious shit. Um, um, I
2: don't think of that as the Back to the Future number I think of that as the Nazi number Yeah, exactly so. <laughs> I was also like, mm, what does this mean? <laughs>
1: oh, oh god
2: <laughs> Yeah, so I took the first half of that sentence And was going, hang on, where's this going?
0: <laughs> also, uh, I we also can d- we cannot be playing Back to the Future Because that game is going to be delisted By the time we hit to episode 88 <laughs> uh, How long do you think it's got? Like a week? Yeah uh, Yeah, okay Don't go spending your money on Telltale Games, just find them for cheap. If you want to hear us talk about the Telltale thing, you can uh, listen to VoIP Life, where we go in on detail on our feelings about the Telltale fiasco. In short, it fucking sucks. Crystal, how you doing?
1: I'm doing okay, you know. Uh, Some audio trouble on this laptop that I dug out.
0: Uh, Uh, yeah. Yeah, that'll happen. Recording podcast, fun and cool. Should be easy, absolutely as never. Uh... What have you what have you been doing for video games since the last we saw you on this podcast? Yeah.
1: Well, I played through all four Mass Effect games. Well, how's that? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah. They're pretty good. Okay. I they have I, a I only lot played of issues, two of them, so <laughs> a lot of uncomfortable uh themes. A lot of perhaps one might say fascist undertones. But Andromeda, you know what? That game's uh, underrated. It's better than Mass Effect One.
0: Uh, the Mass no, Effect One's the only good Mass Effect, so I yeah. can't believe that's
1: true. Uh, Mass Effect Three is the best Mass Effect, then. No,
0: no, we c- oh, we weren't
2: prepared for this. We didn't prep anything.
1: <laughs> Look, I I might have agreed with you some months ago, but playing them all back to back, three is like. Not even close to the best one.
0: So you're saying that the only way to fully enjoy Mass Effect 3 is to subject yourself to like 150 hours of bad video games? I understand that. That makes sense to me. (laughs) Hang on, why? What's the argument here?
1: I think it has the best character writing, because I think in the first two games, there's a lot of very stiff interactions between Shepard and the other characters. And Shepard's squad mates, like, barely talk to each other at all. Then 3, it actually feels like, oh, you're part of a cohesive crew that all interacts with each other separately and doesn't just have individual interactions with Shepard.
2: What I remember from 3 is like the awful sword guy, the fact that Cerberus is somehow the heart of this entire stupid war. Uh, The first few hours are literally just Transformers. Um, This is all the stuff I remember from 3. I did not like 3 at all um like everyone talks Look, I'm not about
1: gonna that. defend kai lang i yeah. think it's funny how mad people got about him
2: um i just get mad uh in general that the direction that mass effect went with its plot was like human superiorists well it's not the wrong word, but like you know uh a human purist being at the center of this which is a galaxy that isn't like the whole premise of mass effect is that it isn't centered around humans Uh, and then that all went away in 2 and 3 because, uh, presumably because it's very expensive to make a lot of Alien models honestly,
0: which is fair Um, Is it fair though? This is an RPG made by EA who spends tons of money making games nobody wants to play up to today. I mean that's true you can
2: budget cut in many ways that don't involve going full fascist Mm -hmm. so (laughs) you know, um uh, yeah, no, I was very frustrated with that that game. I, w- I would have taken, like, I was on the edge of revisiting it, uh, but then I decided to be free and live my life, so I'm never going to have to play a Mass Effect again. I will never have an opinion about this.
1: You know what? You're better off. Yeah. I'm fine. Um,
2: but that's the... I did not... I was not prepared for the Mass Effect minute. Sorry. Uh,
1: but speaking of badass spacemen...
2: Oh. Jackson, what have you been playing? Um... Which one do you want? Do you want perk one? We talked about that on Voip Life. Yeah, no, give me but... something else.
0: Um, do you have anything uh, else? I do, but I don't want to talk about it. Okay, I don't even know what the answer is here. So
2: this is Kingdom Hearts One—that has been my oh. Skype. That's been my Skype call
0: game. Oh yeah, fair enough. You Are already played through that with? game. You you could yeah, just I know. play the other ones. You put, you know you know Chain of Memories is literally the exact same game, but like worse. You don't have to pay attention to the story because it's all just going through those areas again. <laughs> okay. Uh,
2: yeah. No, I know that. Um, if I play Chain of Memory, I do it on my GBA, and if I on my GBA, uh, I'm gonna
0: play Pokemon. Okay, fair enough.
2: Because <laughs> I'm not playing. What if we made this stupid card game, but in 3D?
0: <laughs> That's true. You don't want to do that. It's much worse. <laughs>
2: like, why would anyone do that with their time? <laughs> Um, but Kingdom Hearts is much better when you play it on easy. I played it on normal last time. I never beat it. I, I watched the end because I had to do a podcast about it, but I didn't like, actually play the video game all the way through.
0: Did you have to... Um, we didn't do a podcast about like no Hearts, did we? I, I, no, we didn't. I guessed it on one, remember? Oh, okay, no, I don't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wipe from your memory. Um, long May long at may Rest. That was a Dead genre Chronicles Episode 3. Okay. Um, And... I, 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 you spoiled me on all the Kingdom Hearts stuff around E3 because I was like, fuck it, just tell me everything that happens to the Kingdom Hearts. I still feel like I understand, I feel like the more I know, the less I understand it. Uh, and I kind of want to play Kingdom Hearts 3, but not so much that I'm going to like dedicate loads of time to it. So I've just been using it as a Skype call game when I need to do something to half pay attention to in a Skype call. That's fair. Um, it's been very nice. I've been playing it. Um with someone who has like who also has like vague memories of it as a kid so we've been and i have vague memories of when i played it before so we were going through like um the absolutely awful area that is the tarzan zone oh it's uh, the worst one trying desperately to work out where to go because that area is just a series of like you basically have to go through every single room four times until you find the room that the specific next cutscene is in to trigger it
0: yes and also one of the rooms is like a mini game (laughs)
2: One of them is a minigame. One of them has weird tree stuff. You always have to go back um, to the tent. Yep. Um, Kingdom Hearts 1 is a bad video game. This is just a true thing. Uh, it is better when you can like negate as much of it as possible. Kingdom Hearts as a thing seems fine, and the story's good and everything, but th- they did not really know how to make a game like that at that point. It is quaint and kind of a, a lot to suffer through if you play it on What version difficult.
1: are you playing, Jackson?
2: Uh, I am playing on PS4.
1: Okay, that's the best version. Um...
2: And then when I first played it on PS3, I didn't realize the normal mode was the like final mix hard mode or whatever. Yes. They, like, and I just could, I, I hit a wall. I could not beat the Captain Hook fight. Just like impossible. Um, so I had to watch the rest. Uh, there was nowhere to grind. There was nothing I could do about it. I was just a hard wall. Uh, so this time I started on easy and immediately took uh, like 10 strength up potions and 10 defense up potions. Hmm. Um, I just kill it everything it's a way better pace now uh because the the fights in kingdom hearts you don't want to ever be doing them um every rpg has fights as more of like a um inconvenience as you explore the space right that's the dungeons where you would it wasn't really about individual fights it was about resource management to explore the dungeon right i uh, was the original pacing of rpgs but kingdom hearts just has fights fade in and out infinitely mm. uh it, it the like the RPG pacing in that game is really off, but um, I don't know, it's fine. I'm enjoying going through it again for dumb reasons.
0: Uh, and I'm having a good time. Oh, that's fair. I mean, if you were stuck in the Tarzan stuff, the game gets much better after that. So,
2: No, I was stuck in the... I got through the Tarzan stuff, and then the Agrabah stuff sucks even more, because the, the, the big cave there is really difficult.
0: I wouldn't say um, it sucks even more. It's bad, but I don't know. Um...
2: There's, there's very few good Kingdom Hearts 1 areas that I remember. People say that it gets really good when you get to Hollow Bastion, but I never got to Hollow Bastion. Hollow Bastion's the coolest area. Yeah, I've watched it through, and it, it's pretty cool. Yep. Um, Crystal, do you have Kingdom Hearts opinions?
1: Kingdom Hearts is one of the best RPG series ever made. Um, and the thing about understanding the story is that it's not really about the facts, it's about the motions.
2: Well, that's every story, Crystal well (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah i mean i i expect to i'm i'm sure it won't be like that complicated by the time i get through it it'll just be just a ridiculous what if namura had to deal with the continuity like (laughs) no wonder it's a bomb going off
0: uh yeah it's not as hard as to understand as the people who don't understand it make it out to be um the Disney stuff is, seems totally superfluous. It's just really the big bummer as someone who likes Disney stuff and is already plays Final Fantasy.
2: Yeah, no, it's just Nomura... <laughs> Nomura got all the Disney licenses and decided to make his own completely unique castle of characters and ignore both Disney and Final Fantasy. It's an incredible power move. Yep. Zigbar. Yeah.
1: I'm glad he still gets to make those games. The series should not has no right to continue existing but it's beautiful that it does
2: you saw the quote from him where he was like this is the end of the first stage of kingdom hearts
1: oh yes i'm well aware of the dark seeker saga <laughs> the,
2: okay is that what the next is that uh, details leaked out about what the next no that's, that's what be? this saga no,
1: is th- this is the phase one of kingdom hearts yeah okay. the dark seeker saga
2: Oh, I didn't. I thought this was the Keyblade War. It was the Ansem War. The, Ansem, the Dark Seek. Whatever. I'll find out, I guess. Or I'll just stop and never know. If I
0: don't get it done by the time three comes out, then I'm just not going to care. Jackson, I hate to inform you how many games you have between now and then. <laughs> uh,
2: either I will start caring and speed up, or I will let it go.
1: Okay. But I'm not. I just play one, two. Either.
2: Yeah, or I'll just play two and, you know.
0: You should probably play uh, the birth by sleep that seems like the important one
2: yeah that's the snake eater of the whole thing right
0: i guess i don't know i never played it it sounds like cool it sounds cool but i never got around to it
2: nope um yeah that's kingdom hearts talk uh what have you played em
0: Hollow Knight, I don't have anything for you. Like, everyone, I've talked, already talked about Hollow Knight. Game of the Year 2017 for me. It's just going to be Game of the Year. Actually, I think Zelda was my Game of the Year, but uh, just going to be on the list again, given how much I'm playing it now. So, great, I guess. Uh, I
2: looking back now, um, would you say Hollow Knight or Zelda? What's better? If, were you wrong? Or were you I wrong?
0: think Zelda is, like, the more significant game. and mm-hmm. But Hollow Knight is, like better to just like drop time into while i'm just like chilling out playing a video game zelda always feel like if i i feel like i could just spend three hours and get nothing out of it because i'm just running around like collecting shit hollow knight i might be doing that but at least the map is filling in which is all you really care about in a game like that i i need to
2: play entry Odyssey
0: because that's really what i want from
2: video games is the map to fill in but not in like assassin's creed ways
0: yes uh So that's clearly where a thing I would love and just haven't actually got to yet Halloween's just really good, I don't know Um, Having a good time, got very confused And then I realized I just skipped over an area Because I'd already played it on PC and forgot I went Didn't go into that area in this playthrough So now I'm back on board Yep. Uh, Nice That's it, that's all I've been playing really
1: Okay,
2: we'll stop um, vamping now And get into the main segment Which is why Crystal is here
1: Yeah Yeah Say hope begins in the dark.
2: <laughs> okay, so we we'll do the intro in a minute. But considering you did that before we get into this game, just to set the tone, does anyone? We played the Riddick games, and I'll we'll do the proper intro in a second. But if you don't know what Riddick is, it is uh, it came from Pitch Black, which is a movie from two thousand one, two thousand two, and around then, starring Vin Diesel with a guy named
0: Riddick who is uh, cool dude. Uh, Dan Ragan certified cool I, dude. I, I immediately object to everything you just said about him being a cool dude.
2: <laughs> I do not agree with this, obviously. <laughs> that is the setup here. Does anyone have their favorite Riddick incredibly terrible line from anything of this game that we played? Just Before we get into the actual game, just get, have some actual things he says. Does anyone else have any?
1: No. No law ever written this is as powerful as cold
0: steel. <laughs>
2: uh i have unquestionably the best one that's why i said this because i'm beating all of you which is the riddick is dispatched to kill a man and take out his gold tooth as proof uh, so he can then give it back to a person and get some tools and he kills the man takes out his tooth looks to camera and says eye for an eye tooth for a tooth and the tools i (laughs) need i fucking lost it that's the kind of game we're playing. We are playing uh, Chronicles of Riddick Assault on Dark Athena. Crystal suggested this
0: to us. Um, it, uh, do you want to enter it? I? I guess I will I just I will enter into it, it and then you can tell me what it's about, Jackson. Okay. Uh, Let me uh, know the details. Chronicles of Riddick Assault on Dark Athena is developed by Starbreeze. Uh, it is a sequel to Chronicles of Riddick Escape from Butcher Bay. Um, this game came out on 360, PS3, and uh, computers. Uh, I think of this as a 360 game because the they had to remake uh, Escape from Butcher Bay for 360. They couldn't just like put it on Classics Xbox Classics. Um, this came out in uh, North America in 2009, uh, April 7th, of course, and it is a first-person stealth action shooter thing with some light RPG, immersive sim elements. I don't know. I played Escape from Butcher Bay when it was new on 360, so I guess it already was old then, but um, I remember at the time everyone saying Assault in Dark Athena was not worth playing, so I didn't play it. Little did I know, everyone in 2009 was a giant dumbass, (laughs) and in fact, this game is the better of the two.
2: (laughs) Yes, I played both of them back-to-back. And and, uh, that's I needed to have the content. It was exhausting playing fucking 15 hours of Riddick, but Dark Athena is absolutely the better game. Um,
1: wow, I've never heard that before.
2: No, I haven't either. I was like, man, everyone was an idiot and wrong. Like, just going through all the stuff because, uh, we'll get into it. So I'm, because I assume anyone who played it at the time has like a different experience about these. Because like time has definitely changed what this game is and what it seems like. I will do a quick plot uh, summary. It's such that this game has a plot.
0: <laughs> Jackson, uh, have you have you have not seen classic B horror sci-fi franchise no. film Pitch Black? Correct. I have seen Pitch Black, but I don't remember
2: anything about it. I have okay. not seen Chronicles of Riddick. Or I have also Riddick, not seen Chronicles of Riddick. Chronicles of Riddick might be the best part of this whole thing because I know it's got Judy Dench in it, like, and everyone's in ridiculous costumes. And yeah, but it's like Space Lord of the
0: Rings, but like, serious and not like the wakowski so I assume it's terrible. Yeah, the, the worst part of all of this is fucking Riddick.
2: She <laughs> uh, was maybe the worst character of all time. Anyway, at the beginning of this game, Riddick has escaped from Butcher Bay. Uh, on their way out of Butcher Bay in cryo sleep, they run across another ship, the Dark Athena. They are, uh, Riddick is with Johns, who is a character from Pitch Black. They clearly could not get the voice actor for Johns back, so he is immediately captured while asleep and never seen again. Um, Riddick uh, goes aboard the Dark Athena to murder the people who have stopped, like, his escape. Uh, and is once again in a bad place that is strangely, like, you know, mechanical and evil, and has to go about stabbing everyone to get out of there. He does this in the process. He talks to three uh, people, one of whom, um, they have the classic character tropes of uh, old man, woman, and gross rapist guy, (laughs) who might be the worst character I've ever seen in a video game. And I know that's not actually true, but holy shit, this is like, this feels late for this kind of awful try hard bullshit uh for 2009 but we'll get into that later anyway these prisoners help him escape uh but then they all die uh and he gets he does escape but it fails and is sent down to the planet below uh kills a bunch more people there gets back onto the ship uh and then kills the person who is in charge of the ship who's called revis who is the big bad guy uh there is literally no plot there's a you lot of f- you, RPG forgot, talking you forgot stuff. about
0: fake newt jackson
2: oh i forgot about fake newt
0: yeah that's true he does meet fake newt yes.
2: who is crawling around the vents and you know is literally just doing newt shit um and is the key at the end when she turns all the drones on each other because this is a ship that's been turning people into drones like the borg uh but you know they're just finding colonists and kidnapping them and using them as bodies to take control over um and that's that's it he murders her and then gets in a lift the door shut and the game ends well did he escape who cares <laughs>
1: Yeah, when I beat this game, I half-expected Claudio Sanchez to be the credited writer. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It's, it is is very reminiscent, I think, of the tone of the Amory Wars.
2: Uh, in parts, I feel like the Amory Wars is... Um, Riddick doesn't... It, it's the thing, I don't, no one like Riddick would exist in the Amory Wars. He's too cool all the time. Claudio is too edge Yeah,
0: um, but he literally meets Al the Killer in prison and then lets him out, so... Yeah,
2: he does just... You do just meet Al the Killer, exactly. That part is 100% true.
1: Um, But
2: yeah, that's the game. So Crystal... My favorite
1: hound solo type.
2: (laughs) Crystal, you asked us to play this game uh, as part of the Patreon uh, tier, so you get to explain to us why you chose it. Yes, explain to us
1: why. (laughs) Well, I... I really liked Escape from Butcher Bay as a young teenager. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I played this game. I didn't like it as much. But I didn't want to talk about Butcher Bay. Because people talk about Butcher Bay. That game is remembered. It is part of the discourse. It is included in the canon. Nobody talks about Assault on Dark Athena. We are here to... I thought uh, it would be appropriate for this podcast. Which seeks to discuss maybe uh, lesser regarded games.
0: Um.
2: I mean, if you looked at us to challenge the Dark Athena canon, well, we you did it. We did it. We're here, yeah, I'm We're here, to, here say to do exactly that. This is a that. good
0: video game and better than the game it is based on.
2: Yeah, that is our that is our considered opinion. Um, uh, did you replay it for this, or have you just not? Um...
1: Uh, I partially replayed it, and then I watched okay. the rest of it.
0: Fair, no, Fair well, that's Understandable because uh, this game is it's only about six hours, and it's about three hours too long maybe four yeah the uh, d- so th- the development story history
1: of this game is a little interesting because this was like delayed by a year because the original publisher activision uh dropped the game so then while they were searching for their new publisher atari uh they just kept working on the game and you can kind of see the exact point where that happens <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, you can't snipe me on my law when I was about to do the host and drop the law. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, sorry, no, that's fine. <laughs> but yes, that is that is how this went down. Because yeah, this game finishes, has a final boss fight, <laughs> then continues, and the final boss that you literally in- immediately murdered is still alive.
0: Yes. <laughs> Uh, which
2: would be, like, very funny if we didn't have to then
0: play three more hours of video game. And the thing with that is those three hours are not uninteresting. They just feel like an entirely different thing tacked onto the end of the game that already had an arc. It would be better if they, like, they could keep the same areas or what have you, but it would be much
2: better if they had to set them up as two separate episodes. Yes. Because they have two completely different concepts in their design. Mm-hmm. Um, uh. Yeah. So where do we want to begin? So... I guess uh, before we go into Dark Athena, we'll talk a bit about Butcher Bay, uh, which you said. So you played that um, like at the time, right, or a little after?
1: Uh, it would have been a little after, like two thousand five. It came out oh four.
2: Yeah. Um, and how how was that at the time? Because playing it now, it's the context of it is weird because it is like a stripped down immersive sim type thing. Basically, we tried to take uh, immersive sims and Half Life and combine them and put them on an xbox
1: yeah it was very interesting at the time because i had not like i hadn't played deus x or any real immersive sims before mm-hmm. so that was kind of my first exposure to the genre and it was very captivating for that reason and going back to it it is still very interesting in the context of the genre because of how it is an immersive sim light which is not you don't really get stuff like that anymore
2: yeah no like the the games come out on everything now right and that bridge has kind of been closed uh, I feel like with games like Dishonored they figured out how to make immersive like immersive sims is the thing that became accessible right that happened and now has stopped happening as no one can sell games that like have a finite amount of content anymore Um, rest in peace to pray I guess uh, <laughs> game of the but, year game i I never played it people said it wasn't that great and i haven't played Dishonored 2 um i'll play that if i ever get the hankering for this kind of stuff uh but that makes sense because i understand how this game was like very impressive especially if you've just played console games right like it's it takes the shooter ideas expands them in a lot of ways um and a lot of the things that i think are very bad about it are stuff that Problems that hadn't yet been solved design-wise, even though the problems were dumb to exist. Basically, a history lesson on um, uh, first-person shooter design for people who might not be so familiar. Um, uh, uh, shortly after, like Doom, all games were co- like all of those games were copying Doom. That's why they were Doom playing for a while. And Doom is a game about that you fire quickly but the enemies fire fast and you have to dodge them like you dodge their attacks and like movement is a big thing when hit scan weapons like became a thing which are just pistols that you know immediately shoot you because they move at the speed of bullets uh they have to figure out how to have actual guns in their game and still make it playable eventually people would settle on cover mechanics as the way to do this this was in this dark middle period where no one had really figured out the answer yet this game's answer is technically stealth uh but the stealth is very very punishing and awkward because the second you're like a pixel out of shadow you're immediately shot by every guard um and that, that is true of dark Athena as well uh but that game is designed a little differently in how it designs combat encounters uh butcher base combat encounters are much more straightforward uh half-life-esque gun levels i would say um Mm -hmm. my feeling on butcher bay is that it is um just an exhausting and kind of bad game because the the immersive sim rpg stuff is very light uh, the actual, like, talking to people in the prison doesn't... It feels kind of ultimately inconsequential. Uh, the second act... The act structure of that game is you break out of Butcher Bay, and then you are stopped, and then thrown into an even worse part of Butcher Bay. So you come to the worst prison in the universe, break out, and then, they're like, fuck you, we're sending you to the worst, like, level two of the prison. Um, as you get captured by your two enemies, fucking Exhibit and Barkley, uh, <laughs> are the bad guys of that game. Yeah. which is just wild casting um and so you like you go through all these various prison breaks which means that while the second game has one part where the the game ends and then you have to do the second half of the game the first game that happens three times uh and it's it's exhausting every time i was ready to be done after the first one they don't really add uh that much um to like change up the design it's also at least twice as long as dark Athena
1: it's interesting to go back to these games after playing the, the new Wolfenstein games by machine games, because you can see a lot of the lineage in here, Mm -hmm. like the way it sort of abruptly shifts between first and third person. And then the, like the third person shots have way different lighting. That's something Wolfenstein likes to do. And the way Riddick like monologues to himself as he moves through the levels is something BJ also does.
0: Yeah. That's Uh, fair. Uh, I, much prefer the way Wolf, but part of that is I think Wolfenstein has good writing, and I think Riddick is the most dire thing that's ever existed. <laughs> Fair, uh, yeah. The um, Riddick's character is absolutely atrocious. Uh, he just uh, mumbles his lines, and I don't understand. Who told Vin Diesel, like, just him using his voice is cool? Like, being deep... Having a deep voice does not necessarily make what you say cool. And Riddick just sounds like a dude with a deep voice, like ordering a burger every time he talks to anybody.
2: Uh, the Wolfenstein games, it's important to say, are, oh, like, the Machine game is literally the same team that they just all left Starbreeze and made yep. this game. Yep. Like, that is... The same people, basically, exactly. Um, so... Uh, they figured it out they figured it out because i've played a, a bit of wolf i got stuck by a bit early on with a plane that would not let me progress to the next checkpoint like the level had loaded in such a way where i couldn't like i loaded up the videos of how to get through it i was like stuck in an endless loop i didn't want to restart it so i just uninstalled it i will you play should, through those you should eventually. fix that
0: you should fix that it's a good video game it was it was very good what i played of it um wolf time seemed very cool um uh, but yeah and so about the game we actually talked about here and not the games yes. around it uh The thing that Dark Athena does that's incredibly good is set you up with a very specific lore justified reason to use guns as little as possible. And it's the only real saving grace in a game that otherwise would just be Butcher Bay 2. Uh, Because all of your enemies are drone soldiers, they have basically like giant gun arms attached to them. So you sneak around with your knife or eventually you get like a taser and you tase guys and then you get to hold them like uh, like a hostage, but you use their giant gun arms to fire. But you can't like take them anywhere because they're too heavy and slow. So you get to use guns in brief periods and then drop them and go to the next area where you get another gun attached to a person and use it the exact same way. And this start and stop version of like stealth to glorious di- like shooting guns, uh, up and down is like a really good roller coaster of this style of video game action, uh, because when it actually gives you guns and lets you just fight guys, it becomes far less interesting.
2: Yeah, it it feels like what they did was they took a like long hard look at what Chronicles of Riddick actually was—the first game um which like clearly had an ambition that outstrips what it could actually do it really wanted to like lean into some of the rpg stuff uh but was hamstrung by not being like detailed enough and having a terrible story because it was a riddick game um so in this game they looked at it was like well we can't just do more big talking areas we just can't do that well we need to take a look at like how do we make these encounter moment to moment like uh like sequences actually more interesting and they absolutely succeed at that Uh, they make them so much better the uh the, like, the drone sequences where uh, you pick up everyone's guns are great. Um, the melee combat is much better and much faster. They, they uh, give him, like... I don't know what they're called, but... Are they from the movie as well? His weird... Yes, uh,
0: yes his stabby blocks.
1: knives.
2: His stabby knives, yeah. They give you them, which make uh, melee combat much faster. Because uh, the hand-to-hand combat was a big selling point of the first game, but it feels very... Like... <laughs> a very mid 2000 thing right like we've got immersive detailed uh hand-to-hand combat in first person like this and the condemned um and um so this game kind of like cuts out a lot of that the fat there and just focuses on making the encounters interesting um which is why it was disliked right people were like this is just the kind of corridor shooty game follow up to something that was expansive and interesting they have taken out error at the soul of this uh whereas to me it feels like they uh re for the game they actually had and not the like game they wanted to make in their heads and it ends up being like better in basically every way
1: now jackson could you say that the similar argument could be made for why mass effect 2 is better than one no okay <laughs> <laughs>
0: i would not say that because uh the the, making... messag- the messaging of every mass effect after the first game was oh god we need to sell this to people who like call of duty put more shooting in it so i don't believe that they ever made a more pure version of their original idea which was let's make kotor again but take the star wars shit out of it <laughs>
2: Yeah, like, the difference there is that Riddick was not the star of Mass Effect 1. There were characters I liked. There was a lore I wanted to see explored. I didn't want, you know, like... Also, the shooting in Mass Effect 2 isn't good. People say it's better, and I get that, but bad shooting was never the problem with the Bioware game. Um, not to go off on this tangent, but you did ask. Fair enough. Uh, so that's my opinion there.
0: Um, But the thing with Riddick in being this style of game now is it just gives you these sequences that because it's not necessarily a combat focused first and foremost game you get like climbing up a giant tower as a searchlight sweeps past you which is a very cool set piece that you couldn't do in a game that was just focused on shooting guns all the time because you would just shoot at all the lights because that's what you do every time you have a gun but this is a very big light far away and you don't have a weapon so you can't do that.
2: And there's, there's another, I think it might be in that sequence, so I f- I played it in a blur, so I forget whether what part of it, but there's a similar sequence where you're also climbing and a light's going on and you can shoot it, but you only have a trank gun that yes. shoots it for like 10 seconds.
0: Yeah, because you're only shooting the guys who are like directing it, and then you trank all of them, and then as you go and you do the thing you need to do, when you come back down, you have a gun and can just waste all of those guys, and it's the best thing in the world. <laughs>
2: Yeah. No. It, it's a, there's a very slow elevator ride as you go back down, uh, and a drone is there with infinite ammo, and you can just murder them all. Yeah. Um, fun fact: I uh, got to the end of that elevator because then you have to go to the elevator, jump on a ledge, and climb on a rail in order to get back to the start where the yes. checkpoint is if you fall off at any point you are back at the top of the slow elevator it oh, is not no. as cathartic the second time oh no <laughs> uh, but yeah that's um. I like that stuff a lot um, I'm sad that it wasn't recognized as being like a smart choice at the time because we're here
0: to speak up for them I guess There's also like, after all of this, uh, the game decides to give you a gun and it's not, I don't think that part's very satisfying, but it does also give you that sequence where you're just like piloting one of the uh, drones yourself. And it's just, you can just get in as many drones as you need to, to just mow down guys. And that part is extremely good because you're just the Terminator in that section. Like he has the Terminator vision. You're just destroying dozens of guys in a place where fighting three guys is a big deal yeah you just
2: mow down all the dudes get into infinite drones um while they're like trying to cut into the door behind you but because you've got all the drones the door falls down and then you are immediately granted like exact look at the arena the drones you were controlling were just in and all
0: the bodies there yeah it's extremely well done (laughs) uh that bit was very cool uh, and then the first half of the game ends and you're on the planet and suddenly it's like the most empty gray box version of Dishonored that has ever existed. <laughs> yep, sure is. They
1: build the whole second half of the game around the fancy gun they built called the Scar, which has like a, a delayed explosion.
0: Uh, I actually think this gun is extremely cool, uh, but I do dislike that they only give you the giant ogre boss from resident evil 4 to use it on like seven times Right. Uh, I mean, they were developing this game thinking that they were all about to be shut down. Yeah, so. no, <laughs> I understand. But the fact that like the last enemy encounters are like the same lumbering Hulk in different environments and then the bo- the final boss shows up and it's kind of the exact same thing with a different skin over it and it shoots more missiles now is uh, disappointing is thing I would say. Anticlimactic even. <laughs> um because there's uh there's this really great scene where you first get on the planet and it's like you started here at the very beginning in like a like dream sequence flash forward or whatever where you were just fighting guards with guns and it was a normal shooter but here it's like for the first say like half hour to 45 minutes depending on how lost you get there isn't a whole lot of people around it's just something really bad has happened here it's very empty you're just climbing through the rubble of the city and it starts to like suggest like the origins of Riddick as a character are in a horror movie. And to me, I was like, Oh, is like, are we going to fight the aliens from pitch black? And I was very excited about this idea and they <laughs> don't ever do that. But for a second, they gesture to the idea that, Oh, right. It about like, what if accidentally like xenomorphs showed up and they were just fighting like the coolest badass ever existed in space and it's a really dumb idea but in that one movie it's a really effective dumb idea uh and uh i'm sad they didn't do that but it is really evocative in that bit where you're just climbing over stuff and seeing man something really bad happened here and then the thing that happened was the exact same guys you've been fighting for the last three hours
2: it it is cost a lot of money to develop new enemy encounters
0: yeah it does i'm not saying that i don't understand it is just uh again the last like hour and a half of this game despite giving you a very cool gun uh is relatively uh underwhelming
2: well knowing the like making of this game right yeah i feel like the back half makes a lot of sense and the
0: the first half is
2: a short game but it feels like a complete and fully realized exploration of the idea that they had which was based around drones and an environment that you would like traverse back and forth throughout um if that game had ended there it would not have felt anticlimactic the second half feels like it was much more shoestring much more uh like we've got this idea we can't really do much with it but we'll do, do our best um and so the, like, things in that are really interesting, but it definitely, like, feels lesser uh, as a, as, like, part of a whole. Which is a shame. But, like, I can understand how it happens, but it's definitely a shame. Mm. Um, I do like the fact that just Riddick basically climbs around a sewage factory at the start of that. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't, uh... What's Chris, I felt we've been talking over Chris a lot...
1: Yeah, I I really like the first half of this game which I agree is sort of a more focused version of the the gameplay concepts of Butcher Bay. The melee combat's a lot better. You have the Assassin's Creed counter. You can do cool counter executions with your ooloks The drone well, stuff is heavy. all cool, taking like that yeah, that moment where you take control of the drone and just be a terminator and then walk back into that room is really effective. Uh, I think the focus on disarming Riddick and making him focus more on stealth and melee combat instead of guns is good. And then the second half, of the game really falls apart for me.
2: Mm-hmm. That makes sense.
0: Yeah uh, the the whole entirety of that second half it just strains credulity. Also, like the plot of that is that. He he leaves the ship and just leaves the fake newt to die, but then comes back to save her at the end like their buddy buddies. Like the last shot is him and her getting in the elevator, like, oh yeah, he's teamed up with his girl now. Uh very funny considering he literally just left her to get murdered <laughs> two hours ago. <laughs> yeah.
2: The story in this game, not good. No. Um, no. I don't even know I, I don't even know if it's possible to make a good Riddick story. Like he's a black hole of interest and charisma and character
0: i i haven't seen pitch black in many years but i remember it being a pretty good movie
2: is it even but he's like not even the main character of that movie he's just kind of like the guy uh, in. The he's the movie. main
0: character of that movie he's is the main he? character in yes. the sense
1: that joker's the main character of the dark knight like he's a, he, is like, he
0: is like like the scene-stealing guy who eventually is like the one who gets it done, really. Like, there's other people there, but they mostly exist to get killed until they're like, let's let out Riddick. And they're like, no, he's too much of a criminal. But he's like, I'll kill the monsters. And then guess what? He kills the monsters because he's Riddick. Yeah, but he's, like a, he's like an object because they let out Riddick and kill... Like, I remember the girl being the like, actual... Because it's a horror movie. It's just one of those horror movies. Yeah. Um...
2: Does, does not work as a protagonist i can't imagine looking at that being like man i want to be riddick
0: i want um, to be riddick in like a weird fantasy sci-fi epic about prophecies uh, you know i do um
1: and then discard and that again to remake pitch black but worse
2: <laughs> have you seen riddick comic uh brackets 2013
0: yeah it's not a great film
2: oh it's not good weird
0: uh, I remember Strange. people being really mad that it's like really like scummy and there's a lot of like gross violent stuff, which doesn't surprise me given some of the stuff in this game where there's literally a guy who exists to be a creepy raper man. Uh, let's talk about him briefly. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's a creepy. You go to the prison and he's like, if you let me out, I'm going to rape the one lady because that's what I am. I'm a creepy raper man. And then you let him out. And guess what? He totally stabs and murders that one lady because that's exactly what happens. He doesn't just say that. He like goes on a... Whole monologue that
2: escalates about four times, and I'm shocked every time about like he can't say like you can't say that like over and over again.
0: Yep, well, he sure says it. Uh,
2: it's uh, it is like try hard. Edgelord stuff in a way that I'm like, oh, right. Video games used to be a little different.
0: Also, the best part of this uh, game in terms of storytelling is all the cutscenes are extremely laborious. And if you hit the skip button, it skips to like the next scene and not the next line. So you have to listen to it all. Oh, no. Yes. There's no way to just like button through the lines because uh, acting. They did acting.
1: I enjoy Vin Diesel's Edgelord monologuing. It is entertaining uh, to me personally
0: uh, I probably would enjoy it more If I didn't already like Dislike him because of Fast and Furious Bullshit over the last decade So it's hard for me to separate My feelings about Vin Diesel the man from D- Vin Diesel the character he always plays Because he doesn't know how to do anything other than be Vin Diesel In movies
2: <laughs> Yeah uh, like I appreciate like, I guess I in a detached General sense go I guess it's You know cool that you would become an actor and then dedicate your like money and with that use it to um fund video games in which people can be you and your stupid oc like i understand that i just wish your oc was better like i having um i have uh, engaged with a lot of media that has been a long line of very you know gruff tragic war men right that's that's a character type riddick is firmly at the bottom of that list for me we're literally watching bottoms right now um we have a lot we are overflowing in people who can i don't think i don't
0: think that's a fair comparison because riddick is always depicted as like a criminal Mm, that's true like riddick is like what if han solo shot first and never stopped shooting not what if riddick was like the coldest bastard version of like solid snake uh,
2: he, in this game, like, this game especially, um, just tries to make him a hero in a lot of ways that are dumb Like well, this it's a video new... game about
0: Power Fantasy, Jackson, don't you understand yeah, what shooters but, are? Like, he's the moral center
2: <laughs> of the entire thing, which is, like, I, that's not why anyone likes Riddick Why are you trying to make Riddick good?
1: Uh, the 90s It is a departure from Butcher Bay where he's just trying to escape from Butcher Bay Yeah
2: Um, yeah, and he's still, like, you're meant to be on his side because everyone else sucks more, but there's nothing as far as, like, we gave him a kid to humanize him no. in three scenes. I mean, the
0: motive, like, his motivation for going against these uh, mercenaries is not that the mercenaries are evil, it's that they got in his way.
2: <laughs> yeah, he um, is nominally against the idea of um, capturing entire populations and turning them into drone slaves, but only because he's annoyed about them, like, ruining his trip <laughs> which you know fair i guess uh i i imagine how I, I wonder what people like who wrote on this game feel like because that riddick is never allowed to just have a conversation like every single line has to be enigmatic it's the kind of it's the volume that makes it funny right and that he'll have a line that is basically we need riddick to say i need to get a code pass for this area what is the pass we need that to be communicated in this bit of dialogue so we can give you the next objective and he'll always you know say something like uh they'll be like oh uh i don't you, you're gonna need the code and he's like the codes need me and i'm like what are you talking about riddick like it's just that kind of shit all the time uh in every single line the like constantly it's a lot you
1: know what my favorite riddick line is
2: what is your favorite Riddick line?
1: Did she succeed or did you fail? Right now,
0: you look like you're full of fail.
2: It does say full of fail. <laughs> does uh, fail. Uh,
0: it was a different time.
2: It was a different time. 2009 is almost a decade ago.
0: Yeah, no, this game is almost 10 years old. No. Who's going to write the retrospective on Dark Athena next year when this game is 10 years old? No one, right? No,
2: no one. The oral history of Dark Athena?
0: Yep. You know, I would read that, actually. I think that'd be really fast. Imagine the hellscape of waiting for someone to pick you up, and it's Atari, and they really only bought you because they want to release the Ghostbusters game.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Remember that?
0: I, I do I remember people being convincing Themselves that that game had to be good Because it had the original voice cast And right. then, uh, refusing to Ever like talk about it past it coming out And saying like it captured a lot of the spirit Of the original Ghost. There Bo-. was a <laughs>
2: whole discussion about ghosts, but, hmm Pivoting this conversation to remember 2009 in video games <laughs> Yep you know, What a different time Batman then, Arkham Asylum
0: And then Vin Diesel made The Wheelman And then he never worked in video games again <laughs> He's looking for a job. Yep.
1: I think they made a mobile game about Riddick. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That was about, like, the Mercs. Riddick the Merc Merc Files is a
2: top down view stealth action game uh, released on iTunes for the iPhone.
0: I want the game about Richard B. Riddick uh, driving around, like, doing getaway driving for people. Uh, that's the wheel man no 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 but it's not vin diesel as the wheel man john q Wheelman. i want Richard <laughs> specifically with his like see in the dark eyes doing this
2: uh, so here's the really funny thing is that when the the enemies want to make shit hard for you they will turn all the lights off um but Oh no, you're a Riddick. You can see in the dark. The problem is the way they develop that is that whenever you look at like glass or anything that is light, you are immediately blinded. So it is dumb that they don't just immediately turn all the lights extremely on at some point. <laughs> I was waiting for that kind of thing to happen, and they, they never go there. Because nope. they know he's got the shine job. That's like a known thing.
0: Yep. Gotta have the shine job. It's called a shine job, also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gets shine the shine
2: job. job. He only
0: had to pay a pack of
1: menthol cools.
2: There's a um, you get the shine job in the first game, but there's bits in the first game where you can still shoot out the lights in the first game. So even before you get the shine job, so I remember playing through a section where I had shut out all the lights. I didn't know where to go. The whole game was pitch black, pun not intended, uh, and I didn't have anywhere to see in the dark. And I was, like, shooting my gun, trying to maintain my bullets to, like, get flashes of the environment and try to navigate out. Mm. That is the most memorable part of that game to me, and it was entirely caused by me shooting out all the lights and not realizing that I didn't have the tool to deal with that yet.
0: (laughs) Uh Extremely owned uh yeah you know uh,
2: you know that's how it is
0: i'm just I glad like... they didn't put it on like a timer like every other video game that has this sort of ability oh imagine you were a... like running around collecting like psychic batteries to jam into your neck to like refill your shine job vision
2: that's a very modern thing is yes. that, like
0: all games replaced resource management uh, and exploration with timers um i mean this, this the... game barely believes in the idea of ammo for most of the game which is very nice and helpful
2: Uh, Yeah, Dark Athena especially.
0: Um, There's a moment in Dark Athena that
2: I I thought was really like, oh right, video games, because this happens in every video game in this era, which is where the first time you find an actual gun, and ignoring the fact that using the guns isn't always great, the first time you just find a gun, you're like, oh shit, I find a gun, now I've got a gun. Like, not now I've got enough XP to buy the next gun. Like, it's just a completely different... What if you put things in the space that you could find and then you have? Yeah, like that's how video games were for the longest time, and now they're just not. Mm. Um, and I miss it. I miss it.
0: They give you the shotgun too late to actually be useful. Is the one major fault, if I can give you one. Uh, did you just not? Did you not find it? in the like
2: when? When did you find the shotgun? Way later. I don't know. It was a while. Uh, the shotgun. Uh, you know the bit where you have to... F- he gives you the data pad and you've got to call the guy on the data pad f- screen and then you drop yes. down the fan. There's a shotgun right there. Mm, I might have missed it there. You have to open a locker using the code. Uh, another hilarious part of this game uh, is a guy gives you a code to a storage locker because you're looking for some, uh, a screwdriver specifically and he's like, there's a screwdriver in this storage locker. You can open it and find it. Um, you do. You get the code. You put the code in. You open up the storage locker. It's a huge storage locker with one screwdriver inside. <laughs> I don't know if they knew how funny that was. They had to have. That's so funny. That's yes. such a good bit.
1: <laughs> I I just love the visual comedy of you approaching a keypad in first person. It zooming out to a dramatic third person angle with different lighting for two seconds as he inputs the code and then back to first person.
2: Which is very visibly not the code he was just told. Yes. Like it's just a canned <laughs> animation. Because <laughs> they, you don't... You don't press the number, uh, you don't put the code in, right? You don't see the code, or you just, you, code is just item, like it's an information in the universe. Once you have been told the code by someone, you will then automatically have the key to all the locks. Uh, But they still say, like, it's 4465. Yeah, the Uh, thing with
0: me is I recently played Doom 3, which is a game obsessed with you putting in the code yourself, because every terminal has, like, a UI that you can navigate and shit. Um, oh right that was the and, whole thing and this game kind of evokes doom 3 in a lot of the spaces but instead of that it's just the most like edges sanded off thing i mean this is a better game than doom 3 uh, but it's weird to see because i was definitely expecting to put in all those codes like there was one area where i got stuck in because they're like oh this needs like a retinal scan i was like "Oh, i need to grab a guard and drag him to the thing and put his eye in <laughs> yes. front of the thing absolutely not <laughs> no yeah because i got there as well and then no nope no 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 no
2: God. (laughs) Retinal scans video games. Do we have any more final thoughts on this?
1: I I wish they made more games like Picture Bay. With good writing. Uh,
2: Well, I mean, there's two Wolfenstein games.
1: It's not the same. Wolfenstein is more like this game. It's a little more uh, linear and focused.
2: So... so, Hang on, what do you... I just need to, like, dial in on what you want then, because, like... Do you want, like, Deus Ex? Like, what is the thing Mm -hmm. about Bay
1: specifically? I want Deus Ex light. I want immersive sim DNA, but not a full-on immersive sim.
0: Oh, you want Bioshock?
1: Mm, Bioshock is, like, barely even that. Bioshock, I feel like, draws more from Half-Life.
2: This is absolutely more Half-Life than Bioshock. I guess, like, this has more going around talking to people, um... But I feel like the combat stuff is much more open in
0: Immersive Simi and Bioshock. So you just want shooters where you talk to more people.
1: Like Butcher Bay has areas that you can take multiple paths in and get lost in. And Dark Athena has that a smidge, but not as much. Yeah, not really.
2: Yeah, but I was always getting lost in Bioshock because it's all open areas with maps.
0: I mean, I feel like just you just played the Immersive Sims. Like I feel like Dishonored is... Actually pretty close to that then. Yeah. Have you played Dishonored? Yes. Oh, don't don't get
1: twisted. I'm into real ass immersive sims as well. I like okay. Dishonored and Prey, but I want something the darks the the dark souls to Deus Ex Rogue. <laughs> I, mm, I, would I can't parse that. Just- <laughs> I cannot
0: parse that. <laughs> what what's why is Dark Souls connected to Rogue? What?
1: Because it's 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 a rogue light.
2: I thought the whole thing was Rogue that's procedurally generated. Yes. I would. I I was assuming you were going to say the Dark Souls to Kingsfield. Uh, was where my mind was going, because that's a jump I can make, but I can't make the Rogue jump. Sorry. Um. But that's that's our, uh, Chronicles of the Reddick discussion. Thank you for suggesting that.
0: Yeah, this is a game I never would have played and I actually ended yeah. up enjoying it a lot. <laughs> Literally
2: know? never would have even thought to look at it but it's a it ended up being a very interesting tour through history
0: Yep, I feel like it connects yeah. an idea of like a couple different shooters together in a way I didn't like I didn't realize there was a like a link of those like generations
2: mm-hmm. well like between Doom 3 and Half-Life yeah like a direct what if these were one
0: game <laughs> yes but with a little bit of like immersive sim, like modern immersive sims in it Time for questions. If you want to send us questions, you can send them to podcast at abnormalmapping.com. We have one question that I've been sitting on for a long time because Jackson was not capable of answering the question, but we have a special <laughs> guest here that absolutely can answer the question. And the question comes from Allison and it is What is your favorite Zelda town? Oh, I have to mute this. <laughs> oh, it's so
1: Clock Town. That's an easy one.
0: Uh, I think I would also say Clock Town. I think that's the clearest, most correct answer so Jaxi, come back i'm back hello hi i did briefly meet that we said the exact same thing it took 10 seconds <laughs> Was it the majora's mask town yes
2: yeah okay all right fair enough <laughs> um, i mean mine is still the answer i would give to any zelda question like what's the best any zelda it would just say Link's awakening every time
0: Link's uh, awakening not... has bad towns i think i'm comfortable saying that it's only got the one tiny
2: town, but I it's no. Got it has it count. has
0: the town you woke, wake up in and it has Mabe Village. Both are towns.
2: Where, the, wait, the one on the other side. Of, is there another one on the other side of the map? Yeah, the one with the
0: animals.
1: <gasps> right. Yeah. God, it looks like things <laughs> good. How do you feel about
0: Skyloft? Uh, Skyloft is maybe the only part of Skyward Sword I actually like, so it's solid.
1: Yeah, that'd be my number two.
0: I think my number I two I tried. I think my number two would probably be uh like one of the uh Breath of the Wild Towns, probably Kakerico Village, but I'm not sure. Maybe Gerudo Town. I think that's a I really tr- good town. Uh
2: sorry, I was I was misjudging when you were finishing there.
0: Yes, you were. Sorry.
2: <laughs> um I tried to play Ocarina of Time a week ago and we we're gonna we were gonna play through that, but then we decided to play through Metal Gear Solid three together instead. Oh great So
0: whoops I mean you played the, a better game
2: the path not to, yeah sure fucking did mm. I
0: don't mm. think I would say that as like a violently as you, but I do think it's a better game <laughs> maybe one day I will fit I will the
2: problem with uh any game that you like don't get on with and don't finish is you the last memory of it is the bit that frustrated you forever. one day I'll get over that and actually finish Ocarina a time and I'll be kinder to it.
0: It is not this day yeah just good stuff in Ocarina. You wouldn't even add a lot of it. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Is that it? Are we done for the podcast? I think that's it. Crystal, where can people find you? Oh, you can find me
1: online on Twitter at arcane crystal, and you can find me on some podcasts like the Book of Medora, where we talk about the Legend of Zelda lore. uh, Let's place where we scientifically and objectively rank every video game according to
0: quality. What's the best game? I'm sorry. What's the best game? Uh, Spirit did Tracks last time. Uh, yeah, I don't think that was the answer we got last time. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was either.
1: Yeah, last time it was Undertale.
0: Yeah, I remember it being Undertale, but I remember seeing on Twitter that there was a new best game. I just didn't remember what it was, so I asked the question. Spirit
1: Tracks, great game. Everyone should play okay. it. And the third podcast we do is made. MCU Complete Me, where we talk about all the movies of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and decide if they're good or if they're bad.
0: Uh, do you count like stuff like Blade, or is it just actual Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe?
1: Actual. Well, we we will do bonus episodes on other Marvel movies, but we focus on the MCU. Okay.
2: When you get burned out and want to watch natural good movie, like oh god, I can't take another Thor: of The Dark World.
1: Oh, we're gonna watch Blade. another good movie next week. It's gonna be Age of Ultron, the best one.
0: Oh. <laughs> crystal i can't tell if you do this on purpose or
1: (laughs) no that's that it might change upon a rewatch but currently that is legitimately my actual opinion
0: okay Okay. all right jackson where can people find you and some of our podcasts (laughs) they
2: can find me at headfalls off on twitter they can find some of our podcasts at abnormalmapping.com uh
0: there's a bunch of podcasts there which one should i highlight today anyone that is not gundam would be an appropriate answer (laughs) Uh, well, we have Second Off the Slug that we
2: did recently. Uh, yes. We did our first actual Star Trek podcast in a long time uh, where we talked about the Martok book because J.G. Hertzler, uh, t- congressional candidate J.G. Hertzler. She just
0: want to tell people that we talked about Klingons because nobody fucking knows what we're talking about now.
2: Oh, sorry. I guess I guess <laughs> pitching a Star, Wars, Star Trek podcast and saying, you know, J.G. Hertzler and Martok is a little. <laughs> <laughs> That's like saying, uh, you know, oh, I'm trying to think, think of i I can't think of a comparison on
0: my feet. No, no, nope. you, nope. you, you fucked up guy. You go to Star, Star Trek Podcast Space to get that <laughs> Star
2: Trek Podcast Space. We talk about Star Trek books, Martok. Come here <laughs> on we our Discord. we talk about
0: stuff all the time?
2: Yeah, no, but what's our actual podcast about?
0: Oh, you mean the one that matters? The one that matters. <laughs> okay, if you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com. We have a variety of tiers, including being on shows like this one, like Crystal was. We also have for $1 a month, The Great Gundam Project, once a week me and Jackson watch a mobile suit Gundam and its various other shows. We are in double Zeta right now. Uh, we just recorded like an hour and 20 minute long episode because uh, the Gundam showed up in Zeta Gundam uh and if you don't know what that means check out our podcast you can find me on twitter ian underscore being next month we have another patreon episode we are going to be covering vampire the masquerade bloodlines i there's a colon and a dash in there i think but i don't know which one's which so please insert them yourselves
2: Uh, uh i'm going colon the masquerade dash bloodlines okay
0: I don't. I, I guess I could go look it up real fast. It is Vampire Cole in the Masquerade Dash Bloodline. So yes.
2: Yes, victory! Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Thank yep.
0: you very much for being here, Crystal. Yeah, have fun. Uh, cool. And we'll be back next time for a spooky Halloween episode. I, I don't think it's actually spooky. There's just vampires. I don't think that's a big game. Um, much like sp- actual Halloween, not very spooky. Mostly just a bunch of people who want an excuse to party. Goodbye. That will be it. (laughs)